welcome to the self learning podcast by dr shushma singh let us start discussion on unit 20 citizenship and our topic is historical perspective in modern times three major issues have dominated the world first the place of the church and various religions within the nation state second the admission of the lower strata particularly the workers to full political and economic citizenship through universal suffrage and the right to bargain collectively and third the struggle for the equitable distribution of the national income among the people the place of the church in society was fought through the resolved in most of the nations in the 18th and 19th century the citizenship issue has also been resolved in various ways the united states and britain gave the workers suffrage in the 19th century in countries like sweden which resisted until the first part of the 20th century the struggle for citizenship became combined with socialism as a political movement thereby producing a revolutionary socialism in other words where the workers were denied both economic and political rights their struggle for redistribution of income and status was superimposed on a revolutionary ideology where the economic and status struggle developed outside of this context the ideology with which it was linked tended to be that of gradualist reform the workers in persia for example were denied free and equal suffrage until the revolution of 1918 and thereby clung to revolutionary marxism in south germany where full citizenship right were granted in the late 19th century reformist democratic and non revolutionary socialism was dominant in france the workers won the suffrage but were refused basic economic rights until after the world war 2 the workers have won their fight for full citizenship in the western nation states representatives of the lower strata are now part of the governing groups the basic political issue of the industrial revolution the incorporation of the workers into the legitimate body politic has been settled the key domestic issue today is collective bargaining over differences in the division of the total product within the framework of a welfare state In the newly independent nations of Asia and Africa the situation is somewhat different from the western nation state 
in western nations the workers were faced with the problems of winning citizenship from the dominant aristocratic and business strata in asia and africa the long term presence of colonial rulers had identified conservative ideology and the more well to do classes with subservience to colonialism while leftist ideologies have been identified with nationalism the trade unions and workers parties of asia and africa have been a legitimate part of the political process from the beginning of the democratic system now let us move to the next point definition of citizenship since antiquity citizenship has been defined as the legal status of membership in a political community under roman jurisprudence citizenship came to mean someone free to act by law free to ask and expect the law's protection this legal status signifies a special attachment between the individual and the political community in general it entitled the citizenship to whatever prerogatives and responsibilities that were attached to membership with the creation of the modern state citizenship came to signify certain equality with regard to the rights and duties of membership in the community the modern state began to administer citizenship it determines who gets citizenship what the associated benefits are and what rights and privileges it entails as a legal status citizenship has come to imply a unique reciprocal and unmediated relationship between the individual and the political community citizenship in short is nothing less than the right to have rights complete participation of the members in the activities of a territorial state is citizenship the term implies a universal basis either all adults or some general category of them for instance males or property holders are citizens it is a predominantly western concept originating in greece and rome current in small city states in medieval europe then expanding enormously in capitalist societies of the 19th and 20th century given a central place by the british sociologist th marshall in citizenship and social class 
and analysis of the development of class conflict in modern states, which is a combination of Marxian and Weberian insights. Capitalism increased the pervasiveness of class conflict in the modern societies. Citizenship in the territorial state represented not its elimination, but its institutionalization and the conversion of national into nation states. In Britain, this occurred in three stages. First, in the 18th century civil citizenship, equality before the law, personal liberty, freedom of speech, thought and religion, the right to own property and make contracts. Second, in the 19th century, political citizenship, electoral and office holding rights and the third in the 20th century, social citizenship, a basic level of economic and social welfare, the welfare state and full participation in national culture. Subsequent research has supported the general applicability of the model to advanced capitalist nation states, though with many particular qualifications. Bendix in nation building and citizenship attempted to apply the model to third world countries. In political and legal theory, citizenship refers to the rights and duties of the members of a nation state or city. In some historical contexts, a citizen was any member of a city that is an urban collectivity, which was relatively immune from the demands of a monarch or state. In classical Greece, citizenship was limited to free men who had a right to participate in political debate because they contributed often through military service to the direct support to the city-state. Historians argue that citizenship has thus expanded with democratization to include a wider definition of citizen regardless of sex, age or ethnicity. The concept was revived in the context of the modern state, notably during the French and American revolutions and gradually identified more with rights than obligation. In modern times, citizenship refers conventionally to the various organizations which institutionalize these rights in the welfare state. In sociology, recent theories of citizenship have drawn their inspiration from T. H. Marshall, who defined citizenship as a status which enjoyed by a person who is a full member of a community. 
citizenship has three component civil political and social civil rights are necessary for individual freedom and are institutionalized in the law courts political citizenship guarantees the right to participate in the exercise of political power in the community either by voting or by holding political office social citizenship is the right to participate in an appropriate standard of living this right is embodied in the welfare and educational systems of modern societies the important feature of marshall's theory was his view that there was a permanent tension or contradiction between the principles of citizenship and the operation of the capitalist market capitalism inevitably involves inequalities between social classes while citizenship involves some redistribution of resources because of rights which are shared equally by all marshall's theory has given rise to many disputes critic argue that it is a description of the english experience only and it is not a comparative analysis of citizenship it has an evolutionary and teleological view of the inevitable expansion of citizenship and does not examine social processes which undermine citizenship it does not address gender differences in the experience of citizenship it fails to address other types of citizenship such as economic citizenship and it is not clear about the causes of the expansion of citizenship some sociologists believe that the marshall's argument can be rescued from these criticisms if the original theory is modified There are very different traditions of citizenship in different societies. Active citizenship which is based on the achievement of rights through social struggle is very different from the passive citizenship which is handed down from above by the state. There are also very different theoretical approaches to understanding the structure of the public and private realm in the conceptions of citizenship for some sociologists such as talcott parson the growth of citizenship is a measure of the modernization of society because it is based on values of universalism and achievement these different theoretical traditions are primarily the product of two opposite views of citizenship it is either viewed as an aspect of bourgeois liberalism in which case it involves a conservative view of social 
participation or it is treated as a feature of radical democratic politics. It is either dismissed as a mere reform of capitalism or it is regarded as fundamental plank of democracy. Recently, sociologists have gone beyond these tra traditional theories of democracy, liberalism and civil society to ask questions about the changing relationship between the individual communities and states in a world in which the nation state is increasingly subject to influences from supranational institutions. Will globalization replace state citizenship with a truly universal conception of human rights? We will discuss this issue in our next session. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. Music